The fastest courtship upon record occurred during the markedly wet season of 1804, when Miss Mary Leopold secured a betrothal over a plate of sugared almonds and licorice in just four and a half minutes. Of course, Miss Leopold and her new husband would leave London mere hours after their wedding. Reason? Unknown. Of all that I have imparted to you, dear reader, there is but one bit of wisdom you must heed most. One can never know the truth of a marriage hiding behind closed doors. Beware indeed, blushing newlyweds. You know not the future that awaits. Will there be hardship? Or indignity? One's future see the rarest accomplishment of all, a true love match. As for which of these fates await the eager matches of the season of 1813, only two things will tell, time and, as always, this author. You are permitted to smile, Your Graces. Might you both move a bit closer as well? <coughs> Better. Once this portrait business is settled, I shall quit London. Tonight, perhaps. And draw new whispers about the state of our marriage. I would prefer otherwise. Now that we know I'm not with child, we should depart London at the end of the season, with the rest of the ton as planned. It is but a few more days. Very well. And as to the matter of the Hastings Ball on Friday, might I count on your attendance? It seems I have little choice in the matter, seeing as I'm one of the hosts. That shall be your last such commitment. This time next week, our ruse will be well and truly over. Uh, um, apologies, but this is not working. But perhaps His Grace might place his hand on the Duchess's shoulder so that you both can look as happy as you surely must be. My word. The very picture of devotion. About town. At a shop. Should you not be off somewhere getting ready to attend your very first ball? Brother, might I be able to join in on the fun this summer at Aubrey Hall? Brother! Provided you stay clear of my lucky mallet, I think it a fine idea. You cannot be in earnest. I should begin practicing straight away. What other places might Madame Delacroix frequent besides her shop? Many places, Eloise, for her many interests. You mean her many secrets? 
You need to be careful, Benedict. Madame Delacroix may not be who you think she is, and consorting with her well, there may be consequences. I would have expected this from anyone but you. You think just because Madame Delacroix has a paid occupation or because she does not reside within the bounds of Grosvenor Square, she's different, is that it? She's somehow less deserving of my attention because she's not whom polite society deems appropriate. That's not what I'm saying. What are you saying? You are right. Perhaps he should go and prepare for our sister's ball. Perhaps he should. Aunt Winnie has sent word. Francesca will be arriving home tomorrow. How exciting! Perhaps she can tell us of time well spent far from London. Van has missed so much. Mm, indeed. Certainly has been an eventful season. What with Daphne and the Duke and then Anthony and... Yes, well, never mind. Marina? Pen, come in. What are you doing? Mama said you must rest. I'm already feeling much improved. Marina. What? Penelope, I assure you, I am well. That tea has accomplished what I needed it to. And now, with the season over, I can finally go home. So that means you are no longer... With child? I would have felt something by now, I'm certain. You caused quite a flutter. That was not my intention. But I am sorry for everything I've done and said. You were right about Colin. He is a good man with a good heart. You were very good to him. I am certain one day he will see it. That is odd. I weren't expecting any callers today. my decision. The Duke and I are going our separate ways. It is for the best, truly. I know I do not always say the right things, and then the things I do say, well, they are not always what you wish to hear. I I'm only able to offer you what I know. However difficult forgiving someone may be, it is necessary to move forward. That is not up to me, Mama. The Duke is choosing to nurture some grudge against his father instead of allowing himself any... any kind of happiness. However am I supposed to forgive that? However are we supposed to move forward from there? Your Grace. I do hope you're finding everything you need for Friday's ball. It will certainly be the event of the season. Of course, my young ladies will have to hear about the wondrous festivities the next day. Seeing how they did not receive an invitation. Prudence in particular is in tears about it. Is she not, Mrs. Varley? Oh, absolute watering pot, that one. Then perhaps you might explain to your young ladies, Lady Featherington, how they ended up in such an unfortunate situation and who exactly put them there. Or perhaps we can make room. I certainly would have no problem extending my invitation, as I am sure all of us would like to forgive the errors of the past and move forward. Yes, Mama? That is what you wish. How wonderful. Apologies, Mom. Um, but it seems a carriage has arrived back at the house, and Mr. Crane is there. I beg your pardon, but did you say Crane? 
Would that be a Sir George Crane? Mr. Crane, how delightful to make your acquaintance. I had no idea soldiers such as yourself was coming to town. And, well, Miss Thompson has not received any correspondence from you in quite some time. Nor would I have expected her to, my lady. I beg your pardon? That man is not who you believe him to be, Lady Featherington. It is not George, but his brother, Sir Philip. I have come bearing grim news today. My brother George died on the battlefield several weeks ago. And, uh... Marina. Marina, please, wait. He was writing to me, George, to tell me he loved me, to tell me we could run away together and marry and have our child. Sir Philip found this half-written letter amongst George's belongings after he, um... If it were not for your recent inquiries, Sir Philip never would have known I was here. And I never would have known George. He loved me. All this time, he loved me. I thought him a villain, but he was not. He had a perfectly reasonable explanation for not writing back to me. And I was wrong. another day when the shop is open. Oh, I had hoped you'd make an exception for me. <laughs> I need a dress for my sister's ball. You already have a dress for your sister's ball. I need another one. <laughs> a young lady can never have too many dresses. <gasps> oh, perhaps this one would make me look quite in fashion. The eyes of the Featheringtons, I rather think. Unfortunate young ladies. They are still quite stung from Lady Whistledown's recent expose. How I wish the author would write something flattering about them. Perhaps she will. What makes you say that? Because she knows what is good for her business and angering loyal customers is not good. No. No, it is not. Whether those loyal customers be Featheringtons or Bridgertons, even. Lady Whistledown might wish to examine what she writes about both. Indeed. I have heard people say that men, such as my brother, if you will, can withstand rumour and gossip. But I'm not always so sure. I know why you are here, Miss Eloise. You're very smart and you care very much about the people in your life, as you should. But you must know I have no intention of compromising anyone. That is good. Because the Queen is enraged. 
So whoever was Adana should be careful. I would hate her to be silenced before she has a chance to change her ways and make things right. I believe Whistledown is smart enough to take care of herself. Yes. She certainly is. Charming chatting with you, Madame Delacroix. Lock the door. to Will's boxing match. Hmm. Will you be accompanying me? No. I have much to do for the ball. Hmm. But of course you should go and express your support. Simon. What did your father do to make you take that vow in the first place? We do not need to have this conversation. Do I not deserve an explanation as your wife? You deserve more than that indeed. I You may not understand this now, but Daphne, you must know. I am doing this for your own good. I can decide for myself. You'll be better off is... without me. Circumstances solely dependent on how well I can handle and grow to the likes of them. Will, what are you saying? Perhaps I lose. Perhaps that purse will be enough to keep us happy. Thank you for meeting me. Always interested in a good fight. Why did you want us here? I want to place a sizable wager on this match. And I'm told you two can manage serious transactions. My money's on the beast. With Mondrich heavily favored. There's only one reason a flash-cold lord would come to us for such a bet. Anyone who knows you must know your word is worthless. You don't need to take my word. Instead, you can take the deed to my house. 
Should I lose it's yours? Figured you'd have been here an hour ago. Ah, would have been. As long as if you needed me here to wish you luck. You ready? As a celebrity. Ladies and gentlemen, take your seats. The match is about to begin. Our credit at the Modiste, it is still rather precarious, as in it is non-existent. Well, the young ladies will just have to wear something they've worn before. Before? Mama, I would rather not attend. Do you want to even wear a dress worn before? I beg your pardon, my lady, but it seems my business here is not quite finished. I would very much like to speak to Miss Thompson. I have a question for her. Marry you? I do not understand. After my brother clearly took liberties with your virtue, I would merely be doing my duty. <laughs> Respectful marriage. Miss Thompson, what a fine thing. Sir Philip inherited the crane title. He has a perfectly adequate estate to support you and perhaps your distant cousins too. I cannot. I do not know this man. I do not love this man. I cannot marry this man. George cared for you very much, Miss Thompson. And that will never change. But he would have wanted you to be looked after. He would have wanted you to be supported. Allow me to realize my late brother's wishes. I thank you for your offer, Sir Philip, but I believe you should now take your leave. Very well. I wish you all the best, Miss Thompson. I am no longer with child, Lady Featherington, so it is neither necessary nor acceptable for me to participate in any more unwanted arrangements or disingenuous schemes.
not great. Lady Danbury. Did you forget we were to come and help with preparations for your ball? Your mama is waiting in the parlour. I shall be there momentarily. Lady Danbury. Did you know about these letters? The ones that Duke seems to have written to his father as a boy. I did. And now, apparently, so do you. I had no idea that Simon had trouble speaking as a child. How could you have done? He worked so very hard to eliminate the difficulty. He was... Well, he was so very proud. It is why he wrote those letters in the first place. To keep his father informed of his progress. Hmm. The late Duke never even deigned to read them. How could... What kind of father? One that not only expected, but demanded perfection in his son. And when that was not achieved, well, I shall leave it to you to imagine. Simon could not be any more different from a man such as that. Of course, we know that to be true, Your Grace. You helped him overcome his impediment. I merely showed him what he was capable of all along. And if he needed some encouragement, a push from time to time, that was something I was happy to provide. But at the end of the day, the Duke's triumph was his and his alone. It had to be. Piers, I could have used that luck of yours today. Your grace. Indeed. They still managed to put on quite a performance. If you needed another investor or more money, Will, you could have come to me. Appreciate the offer, friend, but I do not need your charity. What happened to your honor? My honor. Tell me, your grace. Whatever could be more honorable besides taking care of one's family? Besides doing what needs to be done? Is that what you hope to tell Alice? You truly believe she will come to understand your deceit? Perhaps you should stop worrying about my marriage and instead put your mind to your own. That is not what this is about. Is it not? Because I'd be willing to wager your wife says differently. Watch yourself. You're angry, but not with me. So take it somewhere else and finally do something about it. What is this? More importantly, how did you get it? I had an inside tip. What kind of tip? Good kind. But where did Does you get it? Does it matter? Portia, our problems are solved. And this is only half the winnings. Well, where's the other half? I used it to pay off my man. No matter, because this is more than enough. Vali! We're off to the muddy straight away in the morning. The young ladies shall have new dresses after all. <laughs> Mr. 
I thought you enjoyed breakfast in the morning room. I wish for different scenery today. I can go if you would like. No. You've already begun. I'm going to Bridgeton House this morning. Dear Francesca's return from Bath. It seems my entire family is gathering. Would you care to join me? I must admit my brothers will think it odd if you do not. Yes. Yes, I shall join you. A few rounds in a box. Well, that is certainly much I would like to see. Sister! Francesca! <laughs> oh, it's so home. wonderful to see you. And you, Your Grace. I thought four brothers enough, but returning to five is quite nice. Simon! When will I be able to visit Clive Dern? Highest and allow the Duke to find his seat before you trouble him. You are welcome to visit at any time. <laughs> Come, show me what you've been learning all summer, sister. I do not share you my food. You not do what you did the other morning ever again. Do you understand, Eloise? Oh, you mean visiting my new acquaintance, Madame de la Croix? She's not your... I was wrong about her, brother. She's wonderful. You have nothing to worry about. I was not worried about anything. Not worried about what? Uh, I... I have a friendship with Genevieve de la Croix. The... Modiste. Good for you, brother. You deserve contentment. We all do. If the lady contributes to that, then I'm happy for you. Sister, your piano forte is quite Join me, brother. Yes, Colin, why not a song? If I must. Whatever is in those candies. Let not the bound and let the catch and toast go round. And then the catch, and then the catch, and let the catch and toast go round. Let, let mouth around and let the catch and toast no, go round. And then the catch, and then the catch. I finally found her. Lady Whistledown. Who is she? She is Madame Delacroix. Madame Delacroix is her. The Modiste and Whistledown are one and the same. And she is going to print something in your family's favour, Pen. She told me so. Well, that certainly is an impressive feat, running two businesses. Oh, we should both aspire to be just like her. Unmarried, earning our own money. Look, I'm happy you found her, Elle, but I do not think I can ever be like that. You now have a duchess for a sister. That makes achieving the life you wish for all the more easier. The status of my family, however, is an entirely different story, which will not be changing in the foreseeable future. And let the catch, and let the catch, and let the catch and toast go round. <laughs> yes. Exactly how many horses do you have? Might I have an extra one? Your horses are the prettiest. Hyacinth, I do believe the Duke is having Would a pony do? Oh, I could not fathom. 
<laughs> you do realize it is only made of paper. Is it? <laughs> oh, astonishing, Madame de la Croix. Well, because you were able to pay in advance this time, and since I happened to have some fabrics no one else seemed to want, there were two others just like it, Lady Featherington. Mine will have to be taken in, of course. <laughs> Mine's perfect. And mine is yellow. You see, young ladies, everything works out in the end. Oh, and Philippa, perhaps Mr. Finch might even reconsider his proposal now that um, you have your dowry again. Again? Yes. Well, did I lose it somewhere the first time? ball of any season is distinguished by one of two things, anticipation or dread. While those who have been successful in the year's marriage market look forward to flaunting their perfect, joyous unions, others shudder at the thought of spending one last night before the discerning eyes of the ton. As they know indeed just what the evening signifies, that their time is officially up. So does that mean... You truly believed a tea would rectify the situation, madam? As if that ever works. And yet, to those who may still find themselves out of both choices and hope, fear not. For who knows when and where one's fortunes may change. He was, he was completely discussed. <laughs> I'd wager the both of you were. Well, I would take your back. <laughs> <clears throat> um. Oh, we must part. I should prepare for my show. And you, well, I believe there is a bull somewhere requiring your presence. The last one, yes? Of the season. Though, <clears throat> unfortunately, not the last of mine. Does that mean you'll dance tonight, my lord? <laughs> Perhaps a quadrille? Oh, do not tell me you shall find some young lady to lead in a waltz all evening. I shall not be anywhere near that dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> At least not if I have a say in it. Now, wherever is the fun in that? Come with me. Tonight. Sienna, I am a Viscount. My sister is now a Duchess, and the Duke, my brother-in-law. 
There is no one that would dare say a thing. No, not to you. This is preposterous <laughs> and fantastical. And you know it. I want you there by my side. A good likeness. Indeed. And Mr. Granville did seem to omit the grey hair or two I've surely gained from the emotions of the past few weeks. Mm. Perhaps a few wrinkles, too. Oh, you wound me. We should discuss the order of events this evening. Naturally. Well, I think it wise for us to engage in three dances, would you say? Two. It is our ball, Your Grace. I do fear two dances may leave our guests terribly unexcited. I suppose in the opposite, I rather think, leaving them overly excited and terribly unruly. Two dances, at most. <laughs> <laughs> you were wonderful today, with Gregory and Hyacinth. We adore you. Children always have done. It still does not mean I want any of my own. Of course. Your graces, the guests are arriving. One last dance it is. Likes me to picture. <laughs> Dearest, you must see this as a rehearsal. Until you are officially out, you need not feel so strained tonight. It's as if I shall feel anything but the inability to breathe in this corset. Let me do For someone who hates ball gowns, you look exquisite in one. If you wish to go up to the library for the rest of the evening, I shall not say a word. Nor shall I blame you. I'm merely glad you came. 
suppose I should thank you. <laughs> Whatever for? For being so perfect. So I do not have to be. surprise. We did not expect to see you here. What can I say? The Duchess extended an invitation personally. Circumstances change, ladies. Sometimes overnight. We hear your husband secured himself a win the other day. Where is he? Still out celebrating? One circumstance that has most likely not changed, I imagine. Someone special in here for me, I presume? Only the best for you, my lord. Featherington. Join us. Enjoying your evening? What? Are you enjoying your evening? Uh, uh, yeah, yes, I just came from the dance floor. Uh, I did not see you. I was in the, the, the back of the dance floor. It was quite crowded, so... Colin. Um, <laughs> I owe you an apology. I did not see it at first, but I know you were only trying to prevent me from heartache with Miss Thompson and... And I was a fool. You were not a fool. You merely believed yourself in love. One should never apologize for that. One finds oneself in such an incredible position and, well, one should declare it. Assuredly. Fervently. Loudly. Colin, I wish to tell you something. I have something I wish to tell you as well, Ben. I'm leaving. First thing tomorrow morning, I begin my tour. I'm to start in the Mediterranean. It was actually you who inspired me. You kept reminding me how much I longed for travel. Oh, um, what was it you wished to say? I don't remember. <clears throat> Should we dance? Uh, no, um, I'm all danced out for the night. Colin, good luck on your tour. Look, the Queen. She is here. Now is my chance to find out her plans for Whistledown. Pen, is everything all right? Entirely all right. Queen. Go. Oh, you missed your chance. <laughs> One does not approach Her Majesty. I require an audience. Oh, well, in that case, <laughs> no. I only wish to thank her for the opportunity to investigate Mr. Dunn on her behalf. 
I imagine she must be coming close to unmasking the author's identity, especially now she has engaged such esteemed counsel. You have no idea. We shall unmask her this very night. Of course. Of course you shall. That team of Bow Street Runners, that was all your brilliance, was it not? Well... Her Majesty is lucky to have you. A man of such talent, such... genius. We worked out a whistle-down delivers her missus to a printer's press on Lombard Street. Or when the rest of society is distracted by big events, like this one. Mm. It is how she operates. She will be seized there tonight. Grimsley, I need you. Brother, you must see to Genevieve. Ensure she stays home Please, tonight. Not now. straight away. Miss Eloise. I have pin money. A great deal of it. about coming with you tonight. I envisioned myself in your arm, dancing the entire night away. But my imagination was the furthest I could allow myself to go. Sienna, what are you doing? What am I doing? What am I... I am doing the very thing I have always done. I am looking out for myself. I am ensuring my own future because I know in my heart I know that there is no one else who ever will. I tried. You must know. I, I tried. What I know is that you are lost and I cannot allow you to set me adrift as well. You need to let me go. I know I've been unfair. Let me go. I am comfortable. I am content. That gentleman upstairs, he sees me for who I am. Unlike you, he does not wish for me to don some ridiculous gown and go with him to some absurd ball. He does not wish for me to change. And neither do I. You need to let me go.
You're right. I'm sorry, Sienna. I'm so sorry. Really must get back to the party. Another moment. Presume your plans to separate from her grace have not yet changed? They have not. Neither it appears your ability to somehow hear every piece of gossip that transpires in this town. When will you accept it? I know. Pride, your grace. It will cost you everything and leave you with nothing. You must not allow it to happen to you too. for them, men, to know whether they are in love. Everything else seems different to them. <laughs> we agreed to one dance tonight, a waltz. I miss dancing with your father. The very last time I danced was with him. The ball, there were... Peacocks present, I believe, real ones. <laughs> I suppose I miss everything about him, really. The two of you loved each other so very much. It is a rarity, I've come to realize. Well, that is not to say it was without its trials. Your, your father and I faced many difficulties indeed, but we overcame them. We made a decision early on to do so. Mama. I do not think we chose to love each other every single day. It is a choice, dearest. 
one that is never too late to make. I may never be able to see your father again. I, I may wake every morning and, and touch the pillow he used to lay his head. But knowing that the two of us made the choice to love and to do all that we could. I cannot tell you how much peace and comfort that brings to me. I wish there was something more. I wish I could do this. You are a Bridget. There is nothing you cannot do. This evening is complete. We shall thank our gracious host for such a splendid soiree in the morning. Now go out at once. Daphne. <laughs> I am so sorry. For what? Even a duke cannot control the weather. I know that this is not what you had envisioned for the evening. Certainly not. For that, I... It is better. I know why you made that vow to your father. I found the letters you wrote to him as a child, and I read them. Daphne. Just because something is not perfect does not make it any less worthy of love. Your father made you believe otherwise. He made you believe that you needed to be without fault in order to be loved, but he was wrong. She 
Did you need any proof of the matter? Then, then look just here. I am tired of pretending. And I cannot continue acting as if I... as if I do not love you. Because I do. I love all of you. Even the, the parts that you believe are, are too dark and too shameful. Every scar, every flaw, every imperfection. I love you. You may think you are too damaged and too broken to ever allow yourself to be happy, but you can choose differently, Simon. You can choose to love me as much as I love you. That should not be up to anyone else. That cannot be up to anyone else. It can only be up to you. Countenance, does he not? And his gaze, it inspires oh, me. Perhaps he might inspire you into silence. Prudence, be kind. You'll have plenty of opportunities to find your match this summer. I'm thinking a full renovation of our country house is in order this. Where's Miss Thompson? Oh, my lady, there is news. Where is the butter? Oh, it is your husband, Mom. You're saying he is dead. The Bow Street runners have questions. through this together if you do this if we do this then, then nothing else will matter
If there is to ever be a grander finish to a season than the one provided by the Duke and Duchess of Hastings this year, this author will need to feast upon her own words. For it was this couple's memorable affair that brought another scandalous London season to a close. As many now leave the city behind for greener pastures, some endings seem more permanent than others. I am here, Ben, to help you to find a reason every day to endure in the absence of your dear papa. And you will miss him. Share something good. What happened with Whistledown? Did you save Madame Delacroix? Indeed. And now she will be able to put right what she botched this season, I'm sure of it. Well, I'm sure with Whistledown still on the loose next season, it'll be far more interesting. How did you do it? How did you endure two and twenty years of marriage without love? You find things to love, my dear. Small things. Big things too, like your babies, and eventually they add up to be enough. You're strong, Miss Thompson. Perhaps even more so than me. You will do well. There are other endings that will offer new beginnings. Tell me you have a name. Oh, we located him on. The man who will inherit the Fabermitten estate. Only. uncertain those new beginnings might be. I shall write to you all from Greece. Do not forget to bring me a gift. It is not a gift if you have to ask. I would fancy anything blue or white. <laughs> Anthony. I do not recall seeing you last night. Yes, I was feeling rather unwell. My apologies, sister. Oh. The two of you are now off to Cliveton, I presume? We have decided to stay in London a little longer. Take some time to enjoy ourselves. Just the two of us. 
And you? What are your plans, brother? Nothing of note, other than finding and promptly declaring my intentions to my new Viscountess, of course. The Viscount is ready to find and declare his intentions. Did you hear that, Your Grace? And which young Does lady? it matter? I finally determined the difficulty, love itself. Removing it from all romantic relations shall make me all the better for it. No more distractions from responsibility or being waylaid from the sensible path. At any rate, enjoy your time. Perhaps you will learn. Perhaps not. Give my regards to Madame Delacroix. Well, your regards will have to wait now. Seems she's making a short trip back to France. Oh. Not going to say goodbye to her? I did last night, if you must know. We went to a party together. Very good party. You were with Madame Delacroix last night? Yes. No, please do not tell our sister that I left in the middle of the ball, either. What is it? If you were with Madame Delacroix last night, then she is not, then... She cannot be. And yet, oh dear. there is no ending in sight for this author, who recently became aware of a scheme to unmask her. Lady Whistledown. No, this is a trap! By one worthy opponent, indeed. Perhaps I will come forward one day. Though you must know, dear reader, that decision shall be left entirely up to me. Yours truly, Lady Whistledown. begin with the letter A. <laughs> we do have firm traditions, do we not? We certainly do, Your Grace.
Thank you.